But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 What's really good, Pastors? Welcome to another edition of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik, and I'm here with Becky and Antonio, a.k.a. The Bananas Defender. What's really good, guys? How was your week so far? I'm terrible. <laughs> How so? I started uh, my senior year of college two days ago. Congratulations, congratulations. You've only been doing thank it for you, seven thank years. You, thank you. So <laughs> it's about time to wrap that shit up. Imagine? <laughs> nah. Yeah, I'm graduating hey. on time, so, you know, I'm doing good. The positive thing is you're almost done. Yeah, that's the only bright side to it. I can't wait for you to get a degree that you would never fucking use a day in your life. <laughs> oh, me too. Like, I just wasted a few hundred dollars on textbooks I'm never going to open, so, yeah, that's good, too. Totally bullshit. You should have downloaded Wait a minute. I forgot something. Football's back tonight. Football's back. <laughs> Who's playing the first game? Uh, we have the Packers at the Bears. Go, Pack, go! You live in Chicago. How do you root for the Packers? Right? Ah, I'm not going to lie. I am a Packer fan that lives in bear country. So at this point, that's why your razzing has nothing on me because I've been teased and razzed for years because of my teams. Let's go ahead and move on to episode two, season 34, War of the Worlds 2. We jump on at the end of Idris's and Sean's elimination. And TJ drops the bombshell that if you win an elimination, you can switch teams. Now, when it comes to challenge twists, me personally, I think that this is probably one of the stupidest fucking twists I've ever fucking seen. Only a handful of people is actually going to jump on this. Maybe a CT, maybe a Kyle, and there's really not a whole bunch who, who's willing to jump ship. How did you guys feel about this big old uh, uh, a bombshell twist that the challenge guys dropped on us? No, I think it's a fun twist. It's something that they haven't had an option of before in the past. And I think a few people, depending on how things are working out, because UK is such a rookie team and they can't seem to win. So why not switch to a winning team? I'm not a big fan of this twist. I really don't see anyone besides, you know, Wes and Kyle switching. What they should have done was made it once you win an, an elimination, you're forced to switch. That would have made it a lot more interesting and that plays into more strategy wise. Because then you don't want to send in big names. That is also completely ri ridiculous. I don't agree with you. Um, no, I'm saying all. if they wanted a twist, that's what they could have done. I, that's an even more choose. fucked up twist. That would you know, be really weird. I, I don't like that idea at all. A lot of these elements from this season are kind of half-assed. This twist and the way they picked the tribunal. Just completely fucked up. But let's go ahead and move on. When the challengers get back, Jordan immediately calls a team meeting. And in this meeting, he outs Wes for having alliances on the other side. Something that every single fucking person in the game already knew. <laughs> um, I thought that this was sloppy. I thought that it was unnecessary. I thought Jordan probably could have took something like this and played it to his advantage, but he fucking squashed it. What did you guys make of Jordan's team meeting 
I think he really wanted to out him and out him quickly. I mean, it definitely looked weird, the fact that they weren't a united front when it comes to picking people to vote in. So people had to know something was up. And I know Jordan wanted to deter any thought that he was a turncoat or that he was a rat in this whole situation and put it all on Wes. Bananas? Having the team meeting, I think, was probably a good thing to do because if you're Jordan, because it, now it takes a target off his back because he is being the most vocal. So he probably thinks the target in his back. And then by just basically making sure everyone is aware of Wes being, you know, a rat, it gives the team, you know, kind of a sense of a way on who they want to send in in case they lose. So it gets him off his, so it gets off his back. And, you know, I, I can't blame him. Do you feel like Wes was able to deflect Jordan's accusation pretty well? Wes has a good way with words, but I just don't think he can get out of this one. I think he's really in too deep. I think, honestly, that this, as you would say, Malik, is like the cover of No Shit News. Wes is shady. Jordan is shady. They're both snakes. Everybody knows it. I mean, these are all vets on this team. So everybody knows how everybody operates, most part, except for like Ninja, who hasn't really done anything with Jordan. But the main thing is, what's so shady about having alliances on the other side? Yeah, you guys are going to be a team, but at some point, the other side is going to have to pick and choose which one of Team US is going to go win. Doesn't it seem smart to have people on the other side? Aren't people just jealous that they also don't have people on the other side? And a part of me agrees, but... At the end of the day, we've all learned that we do not announce who our alliances are, who's got our backs, and how far they're going to take us. That's not anything you want anybody to ever know. So Obviously. I think that it, it's not jealousy. It's now strategy because they're like, this person has this many votes on that side. So they need to go and they need to go quick. I mean, I think it's smart, you know, to have an alliance with the other side just because when they do win, let's just say um, I'm aligned with Bear and Bear wins and Bear is in the tribunal. Bear won't say my name, but would it, be st- it would be stupid to tell someone else that, yeah, me and Bear are in an alliance together because just like in any other game, you never show your cards. That's how you fuck your own game up. And that's what's happening in the West right now. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to this daily challenge. Um, so far in this daily, Team, team UK had nothing for Team US. They got smoked in the swimming portion and they got smoked in the puzzle portion. Um, even with Wes being really, really sick, he did really well on the swimming part. Um, so did Jordan and Bananas really held it down in the puzzle part. Why do you guys feel like Team UK got dusted so bad in this daily? Inexperience. Basically, and not, and not strong swimmers. Like even the least strong swimmers like Cam and Kara, they've definitely improved over the years. But since these people are so new, I think they didn't realize that they would have to work on their swimming skills, which is sad to say. But especially when it looked like Idris was like drowning and like CT is like backstroke, get on your back. Yeah, <laughs> Practically um, dragging his ass. It's really hard to keep seeing the challenge gods keep bringing back people who obviously don't know how to swim when a certain percentage of all of these challenges and usually a big part of the final is going to involve some form of swimming but they don't know it's not like they have like this spreadsheet they, to say the show. idris isn't a good swimmer they don't know that are they gonna call him and be like so yo before we cast you do you swim that's true but i don't i don't think um the swimming portion of this challenge was the reason why team uk lost if you look at both team strategies 
you saw the second all the letters hit the hit the board on Team US, we saw Jordan fly. With Team UK, who was Rogan was still on the slingshot the uh, slingshot, while Team UK was still trying to figure out what the word was. Did it bring anybody else just complete unadulterated joy watching Jordan get flung into the water? Me. I, now I think Jordan is an amazing competitor. And I do think that he can put his name among some of the best to ever do it. But Jesus Christ, I can find him really, really annoying sometimes. <laughs> and watching him get fun just really, really made me happy. He's, I'm sure he volunteered. I mean, his <laughs> level of cockiness, I just only wish he had belly flopped. But, you know, what do you can, uh, you can only get so much. Okay, let's move on. All right, so after the Daily, uh, it was shown that Wes was really, really sick. He had nausea. He had a really nasty cough. and. Banana said that it was a cop-out. Baby Bananas, how do you feel about your daddy being problematic once more? Not recognizing that Wes had a serious illness and pretty much being a shitbag for it. What do you have oh to say for him? Defend God. him. Defend him. No, this is the shit that gets me annoyed because you can clearly see it's a joke. Like, same thing what happened last week when Sean left. Yes. He, it's a joke. It's, it's a dig at West. It was a dig at Sean, but it is a fucking joke. Oh my God. Oh my God. Just accept the fact that no matter what happens, if Bananas says it, it's not a joke. It's taken very seriously. He's if like he a politician. Breathes, you are not allowed way. to joke. After the daily, we once again have to enter this clusterfuck known as the tribunal. TJ asks who speaks for team US and, uh, Killer Cam, Queen Cam, Cam Cam, Camera, whatever it is this week, she decides that she is going to speak for Team US. Uh, Leroy surprisingly doesn't like it very much, but this whole thing is um, I'm trying to think of the technical the the I'm trying to think of the technical term for it is uh this whole thing is fucked six ways from Sunday, but Cam is going to be speaking for Team US and she picks Paulie and Ashley to go into the tribunal with her which surprises everybody. Nobody was expecting this. Polly didn't even want to be in the tribunal at first. No one does. But come finds out, Queen Cam has a plan, and Cora Maria trusts this plan, which means I trust this plan, which means uh, 32% of Stan Twitter supports this, <laughs> supports this plan. I don't 33. know. 33.3. You know, the, the uh, Cora army isn't once the unstoppable force it once was. Big shout out, Julian. What's really good, bro? I just wanted to say that uh, it seems like Cam has a plan and everybody seems to trust it. And Cam does have a plan. Cam decides that she's, she wants to go and take a shot at Team UK and go after one of the strongest girls. But the biggest part of her plan is that she wants to align with Cara, Paulie, and Ashley. Now, that's some bold shit right there. What do you guys make of Cam using the tribunal to build an alliance? I think it's a smart move. But I feel like she was already friends with Cara and Paulie before the season started. It's not any news to us that they were friends before, and they were in an alliance with each other last season. So we would figure, you know, they're in an alliance together again this season. They weren't really in an alliance last season. Okay, but they were friendly last season. Well, I mean... the same game. And and you've seen in between seasons, this season and last season, they've been friendly. Definitely Cam and Cara have been, like, friends on social media throughout the last few months. Well, yeah, but that's just being friends. It doesn't mean they're an alliance. And this I is mean, all, and all that shit on social media is after this season. So, no, it's I'm true. talking about before, before the season, like, before the season aired. But even then, 
even but, then, real life friendships don't always transfer into the house. Exactly. We've seen real life friendships torn the fuck apart. We've seen fake friendships formed form just for the point of getting through the game. This is this is a official alliance putting that stake into the ground. We are all working together. And Cam is bringing in Ashley. Ashley and Cara has had some tension, mainly because they fucked the same meat bag. So, <laughs> yeah, but I don't... Cam is making a bridge. Cam is making a bridge with Cara, Pauly, and Ashley. And all reality, those may be three of the strongest girls in Team US outside of uh, Laurel. Tori had, a good, Tori had a good season. Let's, you know what? Speaking of Tori, let's go ahead and talk about that. Tori doesn't seem to be a big fan of Cam. Tori, Tori finds her annoying. <laughs> okay. Were they in the same? Are they in the season or no? Oh, my wrong. Meat kettle. No, they are not on the, They weren't on the same season. As far no, as I know, okay. they never knew each other before this. But gotcha. yeah, no. I mean, at the end of the day, their games, their rookie seasons, were very similar. You know, a lot of eliminations, a lot of wins. They made it to finals. Uh, Cam didn't really make a final. By your definition. By my definition, she made a final. So <laughs> she made a final. They both made finals. They both had a decent showing in the final. The only reason Cam lost was because she, you know, got that bad card and had to bury a log. All right, real quick. Becky, who's better, Tori or Cam? If you had a team and you had to pick one, are you picking Tori or are you picking Cam? I'm picking Cam. Bananas, who are you picking? I'm picking Tori. I'm picking Cam. Of course, because you sorry. hate Cam. <laughs> the only I, I reason he's Cam. picking no, Tori is because he hates Cam. her. That's I'm it. Picking no. Cam. Listen, I'm picking Cam because she's a beast in eliminations. She does pretty so well in dailies. And God, so she, is so, she is so great to look at. But she's also a strong, she doesn't give a shit female. Like, she honestly is not afraid to make moves. And that's so what we need. All right, so let's talk about Team UK. We're starting to see a splinter that several groups are, are forming in Team UK. There's the cool kids, and there's everybody else. There's all the people who's on X on the Beach and Geordie Shore, <laughs> and there's everybody else from every other fucking show that no one could give a flying fuck about, like YouTube or Shipwreck, even though Bear was on Shipwreck. <laughs> who gives a fuck? Go ahead and move on. What do you guys make of Kaylee starting to pick out Georgia to go after her? I mean, granted, this is a part of Cam's strategy to start dividing up Team UK and Kaylee's right on board. How do you guys feel about uh, Kaylee riding Cam's coattails and going along with this plan? Because it seems like it's only hurting her team. It doesn't really seem to be helping Kaylee any. What, what do you guys make of that whole thing? I think Kaylee was upset that everybody was making assumptions and moves when she wasn't around. Her and Dee are like, are we not a part of the group? When George is out there saying everybody's going to vote for Big T. I think. Kaylee is playing the game Wes wanted to. Kaylee has, from what we know of, she's the only one that truly has an alliance on both sides. And she's taking advantage of it. She's keeping Cam happy. And she's keeping her main UK alliance happy. So from what it looks like, Georgia wasn't, isn't in that main alliance. And she's going after the next person that's not in her alliance. So I think Wes takes some notes from Kaylee and on how to keep his mouth shut. So... It is looking like Jenny is going to get a free ride, but we're going to see how things boil you down later. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. 
Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. So, Georgia sits down with Cam, and Cam presses her. She lets her know that it's going to be a group decision between Team U.S., but it's clear that Cam is holding all of the cards. Team U.K. decides to put Big T and Esther on the hot seat. They're both going to be up for elimination. Now, during the nomination, Kaylee decides to interrupt the whole shit that Team U.K. got going on. She brings up that Janie and Nicole, they're both rookies also, but they're not up for elimination. And CT decides to make it fair and put all of the rookies up for elimination. It's funny how Team UK, who mostly came in last season, where the tradition of putting the rookies in first really didn't apply. So it's funny to see them start using the same strategy that's been tried and true throughout the challenge for years of making the rookies go into eliminations. And they open up the floor. And sure enough, everybody is put up, but it comes down between Esther and Big T, and Big T is voted in overwhelmingly. How do you guys feel about Team UK adopting the challenge tradition of throwing in the rookies? Isn't it kind of going against everything that they was against when they first came in? That's how everyone is. Everyone's against it when they first come in, and then they adapt to it. No one as a rookie is willingly saying, yeah, sure, I'll go in. It's basically like, you know, an initiation. Like, oh, welcome to the challenge. Here you go. Go to, go to elimination. That's how it is. And now that they realize it, they're like, they're going to take advantage of it, too. It's the easiest bet. Honestly, I think they learned from watching in the past how it makes the least amount of waves. Uh, and they're honestly scapegoats. All right. So Big T lets the tribunal know that she wants Georgia. Let's go ahead and move on to Faith versus every fucking body in the house. <laughs> 3 a.m. rolls around and Team UK is being loud AF. Faith steps out. She asks them to quiet down. They tell her to go fuck herself. Uh, when it hits about 5.30 in the morning, she comes out. She pulls a best Josh Martinez impression and starts with the pots and pans. I actually <laughs> give it more of a Tanisha vibe from Bad Girls Club. The only thing she didn't do was sing. I mean, the whole thing is Josh and Tanisha are neither people or none of these are people who you want to, you know, you want to follow their past footsteps. Oh, stop. But, Josh um, won, though, so you can't really trash him for using pots and pans. From Still what won. I understand, Josh won because nobody wanted the other guy to win. <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me make this clear. And you got to be a real <laughs> to be worse than Josh. But, <laughs> I mean, that's neither here nor there. Nobody's worried about Josh, and nobody is a fan of Josh. There's Josh Bandana, there's three other people, and there's nobody else. Oh, Did God, you no, not see the whole people. thing, the whole thread on Twitter? I we'll know you're not it. on as much, but, yeah, Josh Bandana listened to bandana listen to thank our you for podcast listening, Josh bandana yo big shout out appreciate that thank you for listening that's my girl kaylee she she listened only for bananas apparently not for me because you know she'll give a fuck about me i'm top liver everyone loves me but <laughs> basically about how she's the only one that stands josh and there's like she tagged like eight people and those oh, eight oh wait hold on, wait hold on. okay okay you have a good point let me rephrase the nine people who like josh and, and, you know, good for y'all. Good for y'all. I really hope everything works out for y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm not a Josh fan. Um, Shocker. I, and, 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 you know, I do bash You're him because not? he blocked me over some bullshit. But, um, <laughs> but the reason why I don't like Josh is I don't think he's a good competitor. He makes dumb mistakes. Dumb mistakes that this is his second year. He should know better. Now, so far this season, he's actually been doing tight well. He, has, um, he started hooking up with Georgia, which is a good look. 
and he's been laying low. He's been picking the right fights with the right people with CT, which was totally bullshit, but he is totally, totally under the protection of the challenge, guys, because you know CT won't put his foot up his ass and eat his whole fucking head. So he's playing <laughs> it right so far, but I'm pretty sure Josh is going to fuck this up more mm. sooner than later. That's how I feel I about know. it. How do you guys feel about it? I think, Josh, I think Josh is playing a great game right now. He, right now, yes. He doesn't... He's one of a few of team, on Team US that doesn't have a big ego. I know a lot of people on the team have big egos. I know, I know, I know. All eyes on me. No, I no, get no, it, no, I, I get it. I agree with you. I agree <laughs> with you. Um, Josh's uh, ego hasn't really came out. Uh, he stood his ground with CT, even though he picked that fight for bullshit. But um, no, I'm not really seeing a whole bunch of ego play from him. Not to mention, he is he, him and Georgia is getting close. And Georgia is... I'm, Jesus Christ, he's punching above his weight class. Oh, like, yeah. good for him. Good for him. I can't even knock it. Um, kudos to Josh, I guess. Yeah. He's playing a great game. You can't fault him for it. I mean, I, I give props for props If he makes it to the top eight, I'll be proud. Oh, you know what? Speaking of props, remember when Josh tried to fuck Amanda? <laughs> okay, that just want to make sure. Honestly, just want to make sure no one faith. forgot about that. That was uh, gross. I mean, was, I, I honestly listen. I honestly don't know how serious he was about. Oh, that. he was serious. He was he was serious. He was trying to splash on the freckles. We know what time it is. <laughs> well, look. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't like Amanda, but she's hot. She's a very attractive female. I don't blame him for trying to hit it. But I would not judge any challengers by by the way they look. I would not say she's unattractive. I'm going to say she's not really my cup of green tea. But let's not forget, Josh tried to fuck Amanda, and it didn't work. And it was gross. Let's go ahead and get into the proving ground. Bum, bum, bum. Why do you do that when I cut it every <laughs> fucking episode? Every episode, and you still do it. So before we get into the elimination, TJ comes down, and he reveals that Faith has left. I know earlier this year, Faith claimed, or somebody claimed that Faith left because she was being bullied. She claimed that everything wasn't shown and that this edit was favorable towards the men. Uh, what do you guys make of Faith leaving? What is, is, is she a quitter or is the challenge gods looking out for the UK men? I have some tea. I do have some tea. I follow Idris on Instagram and he did go live and he went live, I think, with um, Esther. And they were talking about the situation and they said that they don't think that she was really bullied. What happened was, is everybody was really upset. And the only person that got aggressive with her, she said the other two guys, which was Theo and Bear, they were just trying to explain themselves. But being that they're loud and that's how they are, might have come off that way. But she said they didn't attack her. The only one that did get aggressive with her was um, Kyle. Apparently, he called her a slag. Um... And then she's like, your mama's a slag. So he apparently was like, what did you say about my mama, basically? And tried to rush her, which he was pulled back by security. Um, apparently security wasn't there for the men. Security was there for her so that she wouldn't attack the guys. It is definitely quite obvious that the cameras missed a major part. Do you think that was edited out or they just wasn't ready for all that shit to go down at the time that it did? I honestly think it was edited out. Uh, I don't foresee them seeing her get up and getting those pots and pans and not think that something was going to happen. Uh, so I would say that they have it somewhere, but they're not showing it. What about this other bit of tea 
that Faith had a lawsuit going on back home and that if she quit, she wouldn't get her appearance fee. And that was the main reason why she drummed up all of this drama so early first in the season. How do you guys feel about that? I did not hear about this. I just heard about it a little while ago. Uh, I think it came from Challenge T, but I'm not quite sure about how true it is. I really don't know much more than that. So for me, I'm still keeping it in, 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 the, in the territory of being a rumor. But if that's true, do you think that explains some of the actions that, that she portrayed during this episode? I mean, it would make sense that she was looking for a valid excuse to walk away. Um, would also make sense why TJ was so upset with how she left, being that Kaylee left for the same reasons, and he didn't seem to hold it against her during, uh, what was it, Vendettas? When right. she, okay, so Vendettas that she left. Uh, so I'm, I think that there's much more to the story, or maybe she was more of the aggressor at the end of the day that she knew that she was wrong and that people were going to start targeting her then. Let's go ahead and move back on to the proving ground. Okay. All right, did you have something to add, Bananas? No, that's fine. You sure? All right, cool. All right. I don't care much about Faith or the situation, so I'm going to... He's like, he's going to be TJ and say, she left, moving on. Oh, that, <laughs> and, and that was money. That was money. Usually TJ gets really pissed, but he was so... I don't think we're ever going to see Faith back. But Faith is also reported to be pregnant. Congratulations to her. The Challenge family grows just a little bit bigger. All right. Let's just remember, let's just remember that both Faith and Amanda are currently pregnant and Josh tried to fuck with them. <laughs> and failed. And failed. Moving on. So Big T is going to be thrown in by Team UK. And now it's time for the tribunal to vote who they want to go in. They all decide to pull the trigger to take out a UK girl that they seem as a threat. Instead of going at Jenny, Cam, Paulie, and Ash all decides to vote in Georgia. So they're going into the elimination Firestarter. So this one ended up surprising me a lot. Everybody had Georgia pick to completely decimate Big T, but Big T held her own. Even in the small frame, she had a lot of heart. She held out on Georgia for over 90 minutes, an hour and a half. Um, they definitely went back and forth. It was definitely close, but Georgia gets the win. Now, Georgia gets the win. She's coming back. Once again, Killer Cam, Queen Cam, Cam Cam, Camera, Cameron, Dipset, whatever <laughs> which way you going. Once again, one of her big power moves didn't get the result that was initially intended. Now, I like Cam. Cam has a lot of balls, and I think Cam has a good brain for how this game is played. But the results of her power move. I think the only thing positive about it is she was able to forge an in-depth alliance with Carver, Paulie, and Ashley. But outside of that, Georgia is still coming back, and she's going to remember who threw her in. What do you guys make of Killer Cam's grand plan now? Bananas. I wouldn't call it a grand plan. Look, I, when I was watching the episode, when I saw Cam talk to Paulie, I was like, damn, like, maybe Cam might be standing immoral. Maybe I think that's the reason why, you know, they're trying to get on line with Paulie and try to go after one of, you know, the biggest female in Team US. I was like, you know what? If Cam goes after Laurel and makes that big move, I'll be really impressed. Going after Georgia it was a smart move. I'm not going to say she's wrong. I mean, Georgia does seem to be running the female US, UK side. You know what? You know what? I would say it was wrong. It was way too early. Team UK has already voted in Big T. 
do you really think Big T is going to be the person to take out Georgia? Because if not, Georgia is coming back. Never so, underestimate anybody. I mean, at the end of the day. A rookie the size of Big T, I will underestimate. Because the chances of Big T taking out of Georgia, don't get me wrong, she did a great job. But if you're a betting man, you're not putting your money on Big T in this elimination. Well, I'm so gonna, that means but Georgia's listen, coming back. Listen, listen to me. Kara was underestimated for years. And Kara beat people like Anissa, who's larger than her. It's people not like about Kara, Jesus. who are bigger than her. Uh, time out. She's not Kara. But on the flip side of that, CT wasn't underestimated for years, and it took him 10 years to win one. When you, gotta, when, you lace up the, when you lace up the stats, when you lace up the facts, when you size them up, Big T isn't the person who you put in to beat a Georgia. She made a final her first season. She is a beast. One of the strong, probably the strongest confirmed female on the UK side. Jenny is still untested. She's only been in two daily, so we don't know 100% yet. The number one female is going to be Georgia. Big T is not the person you picked to take her out. It was a bad move. It's it was too a bad early move. It's game. a shot in the dark. It's and honestly, you don't know what the elimination is going to be. You're not sure what how it's going to work out. For all you know, Georgia completely casts out. I mean, she's obviously shown that sometimes she has issues with long term. Like she, she ended up dehydrating the shit out of herself during the last final and had to go to the yeah. hospital. So you never know if maybe she falls, if she trips, she makes a mistake. There's a lot of different variables when it comes to eliminations. So I always say never underestimate anybody because at the end of the day, they could take out your biggest person. Like, look at what happened. Kyle eliminated CT. With this being um, the first female elimination, I don't think there's a wrong choice. I think whoever Cam sends in sets the point for the, how the females are going to compete for the rest of the game. And same thing with how last week with the males. By, let's say if Camp puts in a big name, I feel like like a Laurel or even a Jenny or even Haley, let's just say. I think that sets the market for the females, as in all the big targets are going in. Now, for the males, I think because Sean went in, I think all the rookies and all the weaker guys are going to go in. I, well, now, now you see how I'm going. So that's why it's not really a wrong choice. Do I agree with it? No, because I like Georgia. I didn't want her to see an elimination, but... I can't really blame Cam for choosing however she, cho however she chose. So Georgia gets to win. TJ approaches her and asks, does she want to switch sides? And in a wonderful, wonderful performance. She teases that she just might switch sides and then flips it on Team US and tells everybody that she's going to stay with Team UK. Wonderful move, wonderful move. I really like this episode. I really like this elimination. What did you guys make of the episode in whole? How do you guys feel about it? If you had to grade it. I mean, I'm going to give it a solid nine. It was great with the daily, with the swimming, and you really got to see where everybody's strengths lie. It's, I think it was an amazing daily overall. It also showed smarts because it included a puzzle. I think I'm going to look into it as three different categories between uh, competition, drama, <laughs> and elimination. I'm going to give them all He's going to make 10, a scientific... No, 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 wait, wait. He's, he's doing the whole formula. Let me explain. Pick one and give it a let me goddamn grade. I'm going to look at it from so three different positions. All all three, X plus um, Y plus 3X equals 2A. Fuck out of here. Pick a goddamn number. <laughs> so, because I have a reason why. I have a reason why. So, <laughs> all three of them. So, all three of them, I'm going to give 10 out of 10. I like the comp. I like the drama that we saw. And I like the elimination. But I just think 90 minutes is too long. I find myself for back-to-back -back weeks now around that 45-minute mark. 
I just want the episode to be over. I'm just getting like, I see myself like mentally checking out of the episode. You're the only one because I am more into it than ever. Exactly. Listen, Bananas, you need to pull a move from your daddy, Bananas, grab some Adderall and get into the game. <laughs> uh, you, uh, whatever. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move into the Love War Challenges power ranking provided by Tyler Louder from the hit list. What's good, posters? My name is Tyler Louder, aka Daily Jorder, over on Twitter. I'm here to bring you guys and break down week two power rankings from War of the Worlds 2. Now, before we get into this list, quick little thing so you guys can actually know what the criteria is for why challenges rank where they rank. First, it's all about performance, not just as a team, but also individual, how much drama they're involved in, good or bad, and the TV time they get. That ranges from being shown on camera to also being in interviews. Starting off our top 10 this week is Jordan. He maintains his top spot for the second week in a row. Now, he might have not gotten as much interview as he did last week, but he was dominant in the daily performance, plus it was his plan to get Team USA the early lead and advantage in the daily. When it came time to drama, he's no stranger to that, and this episode continued to show that. When it came time to confront Wes, he did so in front of all of Team USA, although it kind of painted him in a negative light as well. When Wes fired right back at him, he was the focal point for a good portion of this episode. Moving all the way up to number two is Georgia. This is the highest ranked member from Team UK. She moves up for several reasons. First, she was featured all throughout this episode. Second, she had the longest swim for Team UK and she dominated it. Third, she won an elimination. Now, should she have dominated that elimination against Big T? Probably. But there's one thing all winners have to do, and that's get the job done. When it looks like you're going to get upset, you've got to find a way to finish the job no matter what. And that's what she did. A W is a W. Number three is Polly. He takes a slight step up from number six last week. Uh, Polly really didn't show a lot of camera time and drama, but he did really well in the daily challenge. And he built a brand new alliance with Cam. And that could branch over to Ashley since she's alone. Uh, having a former champion, as well as a power player in Cam, as she likes to say she is, uh, that only helps Polly out in the long run. Number four is our biggest riser of the week. Johnny Bananas moves up 10 spots to number four. He was featured heavily throughout this episode, as he always will as the golden boy. But not only did he do that, he performed well in the daily challenge. He deflected all of the negative attention to all of his enemies and he complimented Wes which I think is a very good thing for him when it came to the daily challenge somebody asked if he was going to take the long swim and he said no Wes is going to do it showing that he actually can put his ego aside and think for the team number five is actually that individual we talked about and that's Wes he falls two spots in the power rankings due to him missing for about a third of the episode while he was there though as always he's featured heavily MTV loves to give Wes camera time, loves to give him interviews, and when he has that opportunity, he delivers. The reason why he stays in the top five this week is because he was sick, and he fought through that injury, 
that sickness, whatever it was, to have the longest swim for Team USA, swim faster than some people on Team USA, and swim faster than a majority of the Team UK. Rounding out our top 10 is Cam, Cara, Tori, CT, and Laurel. Now to our bottom. I'm only going to talk about one person. Uh, Idris falls 23 spots all the way to the bottom to number 28. This was a poor showing. For some reason, MTV keeps casting these guys that have never seen water and don't know how to swim. Thankfully, his dad, CT, was there to help pull him out of the water. Outside of that poor performance, we didn't get anything else. And that's the reason why he takes the biggest fall for being the worst performer in the Daily Challenge and not being relevant enough to get any interviews or airtime. Well, guys, that's some of the details on some of these challengers. If you guys want to know more about where they are or why they're there, be sure to look out for my power rankings here in the next couple days. All right, guys, tear them apart. All right, so let's get into this top 10. I do think that Tyler definitely put together another solid top 10. I hate the fact that he does it because it makes it a little harder to rip apart, but rip apart <laughs> I will. Number one, the most ridiculous shit ever. It's two major problems I have. One, why the fuck is Tori still number eight? <laughs> Tori hasn't been doing shit. She's still in the top 10? For what? <laughs> but listen, why the fuck is she still in the top 10? She hasn't done shit since last episode, except for call Cam Annoying, which is the pot calling the kettle black. Fuck out of here. You know better. And two, Loru dropping all the way down at number 10? What the fuck? Okay, she was in the tribunal, but- She solved the puzzle. Exactly. She, she, she was killing it in the puzzle. She's still a beast. So, and, and she made moves were connected with Bear. So why is she all the way down at number 10? She could definitely be higher than, than Tori. Um, besides that, that is the only major problems I have with the top 10. I agree. I fully agree with that. I think that Laurel needs to be higher up. Laurel is one of the only people that has a full range of fucking yelling back. I mean, you saw the way her and Jordan were fighting during that whole daily. She has the balls to really step up to him and be like, fuck off, shut the fuck up. Uh, but uh, Jordan really didn't do much. He just swam and brought the Jordan helped solve the puzzle. Jordan the puzzle and no, the puzzle was solved before Jordan they, even got they there. They had solved that long beforehand. They literally jumped on it and started putting the words yeah. in. Jordan was the one that opened the freaking lock because he was just standing next to it. But he didn't exactly. help that. Jordan is a king. Oh, shut up. King of an asshole. He is. But he's still better than bananas. What bothers me, though, about this top ten? You just totally missed that. What did you say? I said Jordan is better than bananas. All right. Oh, Suck my whole dick. He just used his own finisher. Wow. He just used my own finisher on me. He's stone right. cold hitting the rock with a rock bottom. That, what the Malik? fuck? Well, one thing that really bothers me about this power rankings, and I think Becky might agree with me on this one, I find it really weird how Paulie is above Cam. Cam was the one nominated herself to be in the tribunal. And I think by her willingly putting a target on herself should put her above Polly in that sense. Because Polly, the only reason why he was in the tribunal was because Cam said his name. Polly did better in the daily. He didn't even want to be in the tribunal because he was planning on being in it next week. Uh, this actually, him being in the tribunal doesn't help him this week. But he did make his alliance just a bit bigger by adding on with Cam and adding on with Ashley. So... And he, and he got a decent amount of camera time. 
oh, she's in. She has no <laughs> she friends. She really doesn't. If somebody's throwing her a lifeline, she's going to take it. Who else is she going to align with? Bananas because she played with his balls one time in a motherfucking <laughs> yes. bathroom in Uruguay or wherever the fuck they were. No, she needs friends. And uh, she's not in a position to turn them away. I think, honestly, Ashley is also smart enough to know that <laughs> she can win with them. They're strong. So Ashley always likes to align herself with strong people. The only difference between these strong people and the other people that she aligned herself with, these people won't throw themselves into elimination for her. <laughs> That's the only thing. But we really didn't see, though, like what you were saying, we didn't really see Polly dominate this episode. The only people we really saw dominate the daily challenge, that is, was Bananas, He, he didn't 100% dominate, but he got the camera time. He did well in the daily he was in a tribunal, really and his alliance got bigger. Y'all put him in the top 10. He's doing more than other people. No, he's no, just no. mad top he's 10, over sure. Cam. I'm just saying, I don't see... I don't see him top three. I think it's a little too much of a push. And for him to be above Cam, I think that's even more of a push. He's done more than Cam. He made out better in this deal than Cam did, because Cam also put a big target on her back when it comes to Team UK. She put this into but motion. So she talked to Georgia. Though. You said Paulie what? Just, has just as big of a target because... No, not, not at all. Is, Paulie is Paulie not going to be on the menu nearly as big as Cam is. Cam is going to be a bigger meal on the menu at this point. Sure. But what hurts he, Paulie he is... He brings a little bit of heat towards his side, but this isn't a huge death blow to him. He won't be targeted. Cam is going to be targeted mm. because of this. He could just say, I was true. going with the flow. But, but the thing is, though, next week, it's a guy's night. So... If I'm Georgia, and let's just say UK wins, and I'm Georgia in the tribunal, fresh off my head, I'm thinking, who voted me in last week? Why am I in elimination? If, let's just say if Polly voted somewhere else, maybe Ashley would have voted somewhere else. Listen, It takes two Pauly, people to vote someone in. Polly's going to be fine because Team UK has to get this win. Yeah, I, don't think he has too I, much I agree. All right, guys, before we close out, let's go ahead and move on to our episode MVP. Bananas. Who do you think won today's episode, male and female? All right, I'm going to go with reigning from last week, the male MVP. I'm going to give it to Bananas because I, the guys didn't really do much this week, I feel like. And from what I saw, he's the reason why US won. He's the one that figured out the code. And he's the one that came up with the plan to have Jordan fire off while they're looking for the puzzle, while, while they're trying to find the words. And okay, for absolutely. females... Feel free <laughs> to hop off his dick at any point. Okay, sure. Uh, and for females, I forgot who I said last week, but I'm going to go with Georgia this week. I think she killed it. She proved, she's proven herself again as to be a great competitor and she won an, an elimination. So I'm going to go with Georgia. Um, for females, I'm actually going to go ahead and give it to Queen Cam, who, though her power move didn't work out, she showed that she, again, is not afraid to make these moves. She's showing that she wants to go above and beyond to try and get more of Alliance members. I think that overall, Queen Cam killed this episode. She had great um, confessionals. And I don't think anybody right now has anything really bad to say about her, in my opinion. And if people do, they're just hating. Uh, for men, I'm going to go ahead and give it to Polly for really kind of being this top competitor and really also being a team player and working with other people and not having his ego, his problematic self get out of hand. Cause you see him really kind of calming down, really working on alliances and kind of just being very chill. So I am super proud of him giving him that top spot because of it. All right, guys, make sure you check out 
shop.lovewarchallenges.com. Make sure you pick up all of the hit list, Love War Challenges, and your general challenge gear. That's shop.lovewarchallenges.com. Bananas, close us out. All right, another great episode, Potstars. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Also, check out our website, lovewarchallenges.com. Make sure while you listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio to give us those five stars, give us a great review, and most importantly, make sure you subscribe. Have a great day, Potsters.